This is Will Swan and you're listening to the Amber and Blue. Right, so then, good evening everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Amber and Blue. Um, yeah, so, what about that then? Starting starting the weekend off right with a big win over local side Notts County. Um, and yeah, we, could, we couldn't have asked for any better, could we really? Um, not, not the best game you're ever going to see, was it? But, you know, wins a win. And yeah, enjoy, enjoyable. I think the lads put in some uh, fan, fantastic effort, didn't they, this, this weekend? Um, but let, let's be honest, though, some goal that is. If, if, if you're going to win a local Nottinghamshire derby, whatever they want to hype it up as, I mean, I don't want to big it up too much because obviously can't he have this slight made-up issue with us? Um, so... I don't want to big it up too much, but over your local rivals and, uh, you know, a local BT operator, uh, it's a solid win. And, you know, I thought he took the goal well. Uh, although when, when I spoke to him after the game, he, he'd not seen it. I said to him, that's some goal you've scored, Davis. And he was like, mate, I've not even seen it back yet. So hopefully by now he's seen it back. Um, so welcome, Richard. Evening. How are you, mate? All right? Uh, not bad, yourself? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, apart from freezing, mate. It's freezing cold in Southall. So, we have, I have checked the uh, weather forecast for Saturday, and it's just basically from now, it's just a bit of rain. It's not even that much, so they're not expecting snow. So, I think the game will probably go on on Saturday, Rich. I'm going to say we've not got a very good record as in Forest Green are getting games uh, on, have we? So hopefully it's uh, hopefully it's not another postponement this weekend. No, I can't be arsed with it. I've took annual leave as well, so it better not be. I'll be well pissed off. Yeah, it's not the, no. it's not the best not the best place to waste your Saturday afternoon travelling in there to get it caught off, is it? No, no. And there's literally, I think there's one boozer when you get to Nailsworth itself. And then that's it. Um, so yeah, what were what were your thoughts on Saturday? Uh, well, we, we we did what we needed to do. I thought first sort of ten, fifteen minutes or pretty much up until we scored. Really, I thought we were, uh, that we do, we dominated. We got after them, pressed them. Had a, probably a couple of chances before we actually uh, scored the goal, and then once we scored the goal, we seemed to sort of let them do what they want to do with the ball and as if we were going to try and play on the counter and I know there was a few around me sort of questioning whether that was the way to go but like you said before everyone uh, you can't fault any of the players for effort and grafting that on Saturday everyone uh, I think everyone knew once we got in front that we had something to hang on to and you know to keep a clean sheet against County who you know score a lot of goals this season then you know, I thought we defended pretty well once we went one nil up. Yeah, I think so. I was quite disappointed with Canty, to be honest. They were uh, I know they've got Langstaff who kind of scores goals for fun, um, and Crowley, who everyone's been raving about, but I think we defended that well that Langstaff was hardly in the game, Crowley was hardly in the game, and I think like Jody Jones 
like the first 10, 20 minutes, thought Jody Jones had like a, a really solid spell. And I thought, oh, he's going to cause us problems today. But I just think, I think the crowd got in his head at half time when he walked, where he looked over to A block and grabbed his cock. I just thought to myself, well, that, that's his head gone now. And he, did, he didn't do out second half, did he? Kind of like, they had, they had a lot of players that went missing Saturday. Um, thought? Yeah, I think, uh, I think going off diff- different things that you read from different places, obviously they're still playing the same sort of formation and shape that they were playing under uh, under the previous manager. But uh, like before, you, they tend to be involved in games where it would finish like 4-3 or 5-4. You know, it was all the action happened in both boxes. Whereas I think uh, since this new... Gaffer's come in for them. He seems to have like shored it up at the back, but then they seem to have lost that bit going forward. Um, like you say, everything that they they were trying to make happen, they seem to be trying to. It was it was sort of through Jody Jones that they were you know they were trying to get him the ball every time uh, every time they came forward. But yeah, I don't think uh, I can't think that Christy Pym had any real. Work to do. I think a lot of uh, once we went one up, I think a lot of the action was sort of in the middle of the park rather than uh, in both boxes. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it were a fantastic game for a neutral to watch. If it were match at day, it'd have probably been the last game on. But I think the only time Christie had had out to do really with that header from um, the Al Flint that nearly that nearly went in. I think that was basically the only thing that Pim had to really worry about to be fair um so yeah it was a bit i don't know i just felt count, county were a bit drab but then the fans didn't really get behind them did they they like as soon as keeler dunn scored that goal that was kind of it for the game like county had kind of like just the fans had just given up straight away it was it was really weird like they're away and say it was sold out just that one goal from keeler dunn dead early just sucked Subtomatic game, and that was it. I think uh, I think that's what we did. Uh, that's what we did well. Sort of, you know, like I said, the first 10, 15 minutes, we sort of we seemed to use the the crowd and the atmosphere to, in our favour. And like I say, we got after them, pressed them high, forced them into mistakes and stuff like that. And then, like I say, once we got once we went one nil up, um, you know, they, they, had, they had chances, but not. Apart from that one way, I think I think it was Flint where we headed it back onto the post and bounced. Well, we're over the line or not over the line? That's another debate. But I think that was sort of the main, the main uh, chance for them. After that, there, you know, there was not really we we did defend pretty like well once we got in front and made it hard for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just looking at chat. Um... Kieran says we're at the top of the form table. Newport, we're at the top of the form table. Um, they're just riding high from their FA Cup game. Um, and then you've got Danny's Port, interestingly enough, should be an easy three points Saturday. But after Sutton, not so sure we tend to get draws to lower teams like Forest Green. I I think Saturday's probably more difficult than the actual county game. I think the problem is with us we are a little bit like Lord Mayor's show. So we're going to have a fantastic result, like beating County or beating Stockport. And then we, we draw the next game and we don't tend to play well. So 
I think it's it's just a bit of getting that consistency ready now. Yeah, I think uh, obviously Forest Green have had a new uh, they've had a new gaffer in and a couple of new uh, a couple of new signings in um, as well through uh, through January. So obviously you look at it on paper and you know it's bottom bottom of the league and well second second versus bottom. So on paper you'd think it's an it's you know it's probably Mansfield's probably the banker that everyone's sticking on their accumulator, but you know it, it's never normally like that. And like you say, it would it would just be Mansfield to to go and beat Notts County and then drop points to to Forest Green. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think this month fixture wise doesn't look too bad. Um, I mean we've got a lot of games in a short space of time, but realistically the fixtures who we've got aren't too bad it's it's next month when they become a lot harder um you know it starts with starts with newport you know we've got Wrexham that month we've got bradford that month um so i think that's going to be you know really telling month for us but this month you know we've got forest green harrogate who who we never tend to be at home so Hopefully we can end that on Tuesday night. And then we're away to Warsaw and, you know, they're struggling a little bit. They're not in great form. So, I mean, I, I will be honest. I listened to Nigel. Have you listened to Nigel's uh, pre-match Tuesday press conference uh, thing yet, Rich? Yeah, yeah, I listened to it yesterday, I think. So what worries me is he said about Aidan Flint and his shoulder and that we were lucky because we didn't, they didn't really have aggressive strikers. I think the problem is saying that. I think now he's kind of got a target on him, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not. I'm, I don't know what uh, what Forest Green are like in terms of what their strikers are like, but you know, I can sort of understand why he's um, why he's maybe chucked Flint in against County with it being a, a derby and what have you, but. There's a, obviously we were playing Harrogate on Tuesday night as well. There's a possibility, you know, maybe put Flint on bench on Saturday and let Cargill and Brunt go as a centre back pairing because you know we we don't we don't know how um, you know he's, how strong his shoulder is after what happened. So you know he's got through he's got through Saturday and we've got three points. Obviously, like we say on paper. They're not going to have the quality that Notts County's got. So, and if they are going to be a rough and tumble physical side, then you know maybe for the sake of the rest of the season, you know, give their uh, leaflet on bench because the last thing we want is, like you say, one if they've got like a six foot seven striker running and absolutely battering him in shoulder just yeah. to mark for even longer. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? I think it all, it also all depends on Bailey. I think he's he's been unwell with this virus that George Maris had. Like me and Edward spoke to George Maris after the game, and he said he'd had this virus, and he got to about sixty minutes, and he was struggling to breathe because he's still a bit chesty, um, and he'd not trained for most of the week. But he was happy he managed to get sixty minutes under his belt. So I'm hoping Bailey's probably over the worst of it now, but. If it's going round, there's going to be certain players get it at certain times. Um, so you've got to deal with that as well. But yeah, George Maris said that he was happy to get 60 minutes under his under his belt, even though he'd 
like in his words, he felt crap and struggled to breathe. But yeah, um, who, who was your man of the match for Saturday then, Rich? Um, well, I, th- I know obviously George Williams got it. Did he get sponsors man of the match or not? No, Flint got sponsors man of the match. No, Flint, Flint got yeah, sponsors, Flint got sponsors man of the match. and Williams got like the fan voted one after. Um, yeah. To be fair, I mean, any of the back four could have had it. I thought Brunt had a really good game um, as well. Um, Cargill at left back. I think, like I said, I was maybe expecting McLaughlin to start at, at left back. So, but yeah, any of the four defenders, I thought, you know, the, the way we defended. And I think George Williams probably nicked it, given the fact that he's obviously not, um, he's not, he's not played a, well, hardly at all this season. Um, and coming in off the back of spending a week or whatever with flu and what have you, to come in and play pretty much the majority of the game um, and do as well as he did up against the quality that they have. Yeah, he's, uh, I, I think George Williams probably. Yeah, I think George Williams were superb. I mean, in the first couple of minutes when that, because they had that pacey winger, didn't they? Uh, Machano, I think his name was. Ma- That's probably print. Yeah, um, he 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 got past him straight away, and I thought, oh, here we go. Um, but now I thought I thought he did really well. Um, spoke to him after the game. He happy to be playing, and he said the only reason I came off is because I was just cramping up because I've not played a lot this season. He said. Um, he said I was just starting to get a little bit of cramp. He said, but you know, other than that, but yeah, I thought I thought he were brilliant, and he's. He's uh, put himself down for a good chance to start this weekend, I think, as well. Even though Jordan, I believe Jordan Jordan's back from suspension as well now. But you know, yeah, after that performance, but, uh, can, can... like I say, we should have uh, Bowery and Quinn back, I think, this week from uh, from suspension. But like I say, Williams, uh, providing he's obviously recovered as long as it was just cramped, then yeah, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be dropping him. I'd. Uh, like I say, you could argue leave the back four as it is, depending on obviously what what Flint's like. Like I say, if it's uh, if there's a chance to maybe rest Flint and you know not take any unnecessary chances, because you know we we're I think a lot of people were surprised to see him back in the uh, starting eleven so quick after uh, what happened at Wimbledon. So the last thing we want to do is push him too far and end up losing him for a long period of time. Obviously, yeah, it's going to be Saturday, Tuesday quite a bit now, I think, up until end of season. So, they're the sort of things that we just need to keep an eye on and make sure we don't uh, overdo it with players and put them out for longer. Than we yeah, I think that's the thing. Like you said, it's how we manage it now, isn't it? I think he said, like, he's not going to play Keeler Dunn every minute of every game, neither, cause you know, he needs to manage him, but, um, I think so we are heading think back it... to the, yeah, you know, the later we get into February, we are sort of heading back into having a, you know, the, the squad's going to start thickening up again. Like, so obviously Barry and Quinn's back, uh, back this week. I think they said Elliot Hewitt started, uh, started training this week or next week. So he's not going to be far behind. Uh, Callum McDonald's not far behind him. So, I think James Gale was end of February as well. So we are starting to get the nucleus of a, the injured players back. Obviously, 
Kilgore and Oates are more long-term. But um, other than that, you know, by the end of February, we should be starting to get back up to full speed and hopefully we don't pick any more up in between now and then. Yeah, I think I think that's it. As long as we can manage what we've got. I mean, Danny in the chat's put George Williams had a fantastic game. Don't know why Clough doesn't start him more more often. He played over 2,000 minutes in League One last season and now he's our third right back. Clough doesn't give him enough game time. I was under the impression when he signed for us, he'd come off the back of a bad injury. I mean, I might be wrong on that. Somebody else might know that. But I, I thought it was another like Alfie Kilgore signing that we'd signed him off the back of a pretty heavy injury. And that's, um, you know, that's that's why we got him. And yeah, he was he seems to have had a very stop-start season. Like, whenever, you know, because he, ha he has played the odd game, whether it was... Like Papa John's or whatever, I think he played a couple of games at centre back in uh, in a few games, at, like mm. very early on in the season. But it does seem to have been very stop start with different injuries and what have you. So, like I said, I'm not sure what uh, I'm not sure what Nigel's plan was when he brought brought him in. Whether he was how how close to competing for a first eleven spot he was, but like I say, his performance on Saturday is certainly. Uh, you would certainly think he's a shoe in to start. Yeah, yeah, he... definitely. Um, so, uh, what what was your views on uh, Will Swan this weekend, Rich? Uh, Will Swan, Will Swan. Yeah, uh, I, I was. Well, I was pleased to see him start um, after he. Uh, you know, I think there was a few maybe thinking that Tom Nichols would come in and and start straight away, but. I think just starting would have helped Swan's uh, Swan's confidence after uh, scoring last week. But yeah, it was it, like I say, it was one of them games. What once we went one up, we never really sort of created the amount of chances that we um, that we normally do. I think he had that. Uh, did he have that one chance where we broke away? But I think he sort of yeah, yeah, he took straight at Stone, didn't he? Yeah, the angle. I think the angle got a bit too tight, and I don't think he had an yeah. option to square it back across. But yeah, he's, he he looks sharp, and you know that's sort of the main thing. Um, now we've sort of had a couple of games where he's plays decent amount of minutes. He's going to be sort of getting up to speed and what have you. And like I say, he looks dangerous. He looks sharp. He's getting into the right positions, and that's all you can. Ask him to do that. You know, there's going to be games coming up where we're certainly going to create a hell of a lot more chances than we did on uh, than we did on Saturday. So, you know, I still think he'll score goals between now and the end of the season. Yeah, I I think so. And I know Nigel's come out and said it's like having a new signing, Will Swan. But I I do genuinely quite fancy Will. I think the fans are behind him. He's had that goal. He didn't play bad Saturday. He looked a threat. I think. I'd go as far to say that I think he probably scores this Saturday against Forest Green and maybe against Harrogate. I think they will both struggle with his pace. Um, well, the interesting thing with Forest Green is we've not played them yet, so they're a bit of an unknown entity. So we don't really, we've got nothing to go against. Obviously, you can see the highlights and see what's happened to them this season. But as for us as a team, we've got no previous game to compare to. Um, I was thinking so it's going to be interesting. We've 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 obviously there's 15 games left, and four of them are against. Uh, we've got to play Forest Green twice and MK Dons twice. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, 
and and weirdly enough, so the first time we should have played Forest Green at home, they had their manager they started the season with, that former academy coach. The second, obviously, that got postponed. The second time we went to play him at home, they had Troy Deeney in charge. That got postponed, and then he went. So when we play him at home, eventually, it'd be like the third scheduled time, and they'd be on their third manager since that original fixture. So they've had a bit of a strange season. But, um, oh, so Danny's asked, um, what, what are his thoughts on Tom Nichols? Um, I don't, I don't think he did anything wrong to be fair, but he, he didn't get long enough for us to judge it. He looked good. And from what I saw, he, he looks like on his toes. He wants to get into them positions, but not really a lot. Was he rich? Yeah. I'd say I think he only played about 10 minutes or or something, but uh, yeah, he, he came on and he put his centre back, he chased players back, and what have you. And he, you know, he he sort of matched the the work rate that everyone else had put in for that four game. And I say that's all you can ask. Obviously, that I've just been saying about Swan, it it wasn't a game where sort of that late in the game we're still creating chances for him to sort of get involved with and, and things like that. But I certainly think. Saturday, we'll see a lot more of him than we did. Uh, this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Uh, than we did last week against County. I think you'll get a lot longer on the pitch on Saturday. Yeah, I think he will, especially if we get if we get a couple of goals early doors. Um, because I know Forest Green have started scoring now, but they are quite open at the back. So I think, yeah, I think you might get him on for a bit longer. Maybe maybe give Aikens a rest now. Um, I think he could do with a little bit of a rest. Like I said, I think it depends on um, like what, what sort of team Forest, Forest Green are. Because I think, again, on Saturday, um, Aikens does a lot of work that... That's, I wouldn't say unnoticed, but maybe is underappreciated. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, holding balls up and and winning fouls and stuff. You know, a lot of people think if if your striker's not scoring goals, then he, you know he shouldn't be in the team. But I think having that focal point up front, you know, when we are under pressure and we can send it up to Aikens and he he's winning us fouls and, and getting free kicks and stuff, and it's giving us a chance to move up the pitch and and get the ball forward. And have you? I think you know he, he is he is a massive part of how we play and what have you but like I say we haven't really seen what Tom Nichols is like in terms of like that side of his game like his hold up play and that so him him and Swan might work well together obviously we'll, we'll probably find out at, at some point between now and the end of the season I'm sure them two will get a run together up front but yeah I think uh, Lucas Aikens is one of them where I think if he's fit he plays as far as uh, Nigel's concerned yeah I mean, I, th- I thought Lucas had a good game Saturday. I thought like he br- he brought some fantastic balls down, Eldermore, and then I think the difference was on Saturday though the referee kind of gave us a few fouls on Lucas that we'd not been getting throughout the season. You know, we've all seen like Lucas get his shirt literally ripped off his back, and the referee gave give nothing. Thought Saturday we got more than we usually do with him. So I'm hoping, I think a lot of it as well for Lucas's game goes on what ref you get. If you get a ref that's going to clamp down early doors on his shirt pulling, then you'll get best on him. But if you've got a referee that just ignores it every five minutes, then 
you know, you're not going to get a great deal. Um, so yeah, so all eyes, all eyes on Saturday. Um, Forest Green away. Honestly, it's a trek. Have you been to Forest Green before, Rich? Uh, no. So we went two seasons ago when Lapsley got sent off. So it was, for those that don't remember, it was literally Lapsley got a red card that wasn't even a red, and the referee gave it on the squeal that their player made when he went in for a challenge. Um, so, and I think we drew, to be fair. Um, but yeah, everything's vegan. Uh, there's no alcohol in the way. And, and yeah, it's, it's a bit of a strange ground, to be honest. I think it's one of them. It's a bit like Salford. I think if Salford and Forest Green went down, as away days, you wouldn't really miss it um, because it's not it's not one you look at calendar thinking, yeah, that's decent away day, nice little pub, and all the rest of it. It's just much of a nothing, to be fair. Um, certainly, result, certainly, result, I think they're two uh, they're two teams that probably wouldn't be missed if uh, if they did go down, and probably two teams that you could probably say if if they went down would probably be a while before they come back up. Yeah. Yeah. I think Forest Green would have to, have to throw a lot, a lot of money at it to get up. And I think with their owner, who just seems content on sacking people every five minutes, I don't know how that's going to go. But to be fair, I heard that I was reading the other day that Troy Deeney were like squaring up to players and training and stuff like that. But they, they seem to have kind of turned a little bit of a corner since getting rid of him because, They've not even kept him as a striker, are they? He's just like gone yeah. out the door of the club. So maybe it was that bad egg that you sometimes get in a club that kind of messes your season up. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a DJ's buzzing for the food on Saturday because he's like a veggie. So it'd be another. Um, so yeah, they're probably the only Stags fan that's looking forward to this game. Um, yeah, I fancy a Saturday, I think. I think if we continue to play as well as we do away from home, um, the Harrogate one might be a bit of a banana skin there, Rich. What What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, well, I think last last week or when it was, but I've said for a bit now, I think in terms of us finishing in the top three, I think our home form is going to be crucial because, you know, I think the, of the games we've got left to play, I think most... We've got more home games than away games, and you know we have for for a large part of this season we have uh, we have struggled at home. Obviously, there's three points on Saturday up against a a tough team, and it obviously wasn't the the, the football that we're used to seeing this season. But away from home, we just seem to be able to we seem to play a lot better and and dominate teams easier than we do at home. So. Yeah, I think Harrogate, you know, if someone had said before Notts County, you've got Notts County, Forest Green and Harrogate, would you take seven out of nine? You would you would probably have took it. So if we can get three, uh, if we can get three points on Saturday against Forest Green, then I don't think a point at home to Harrogate would be too bad in the, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, but you're right about home form. It's, going to be crucial now, isn't it? And, you know, with this running, but I think on paper, we've not got a bad little month. Um, 
think it's all about how we do this month. I I said at the start of the year that we needed 10 wins to go up and we are now, I think we beat Stockport. Then we went on that terrible run that made me regret ever saying it. Um, <laughs> Thought you jinxed it. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously we beat County. So I think eight wins and that will probably take us up, you know. Um, but yeah, on the, oh, so we've got, we've got Forest Green, We've got Harrogate, we've got Warsaw, and then on the 24th, we've got Salford. Um, so, I mean, Salford have been poor all season, but then they turned over Wrexham the other day. So, it's like, it's all up in the air at the minute, isn't it? It's like, you know, what What do you do? Who have you, who have you got? I mean, the following month, it's, it's an odd month. Newport away, MK at home, Swindon at home, Tranmere away, Bradford away. Colchester at home, Wrexham away. I think that's going to be such a hard month for us. Realistically, that's when you need your decent players coming back, uh, being fit. Um, yeah, and I just, I just think that, um, just think this month it could be a nice little month for us. Just get a nice little points cushion um, with people dropping points around us. Obviously, Wrexham. I, I think they went into that Salford game not expecting to lose. So I think that's hopefully just this could be their little bit of a wobble. Um, like I say, there's going to be, uh, the, you know, between now and the end of the season, there's going to be some, uh, there's going to be some surprise results. I mean, even even like this, <coughs> even this Saturday, <coughs> Barrow's away at um, Wimbledon, which will be a, you know, won't be an easy game for them. So, you know, team teams will drop points. It's just about whether we can capitalise at the same time. Yeah, I think that's it. And, you know, sad as it sounds, I think a lot of it's on the officials as well because, you know, those that listened last week, we were had a little bit of a rant about Will Finney and the Wimbledon game and what he didn't give and all the rest of it. However, if you'd have seen his own personal highlight reel this week, have you seen it? The uh, Basically he did, gets he did. in the way of a defender. Yeah, he did exit a game in the one, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, got that, in the way that, of a defender. That in itself is half the problem because they had an absolute shocker last week doing Mansfield against Wimbledon in League Two. So he gets promoted to League One the week after. What's all that about? Yeah, I know. And and this is what I mean. So, and, you know, you, you try not to sound biased because we're all Stags fans, but he, delib- he, he literally ruined a decent game of football between Mansfield and Wimbledon with poor officiating. And then Nigel speaks the truth. Gets in trouble, gets £500 fine, one game ban. Garner's probably probably had the same. And um, Paul Brown's whatever he's going to be in bother as well. So, you know, that's three people that's got in bother because of one official. And you reward that poor officiating by giving him a game, a league above, which he then screws up as well. I mean, you know, what next? Do we, do we see him in the championship this Saturday refereeing? No, there's a shortage of referees, but... You know, at some point, somebody's got to throw some bollocks and go, you know what, mate, you've had a really, really poor game. And I think they should come out and explain. If they've got it wrong, you should make them watch it. And then after the game, they should come out and explain why they did what they did and that they got a decision wrong. Because at the minute, there's so much protection around them. They can just do what they want. I didn't think, I know County are moaning about the referee Saturday. I didn't think he was that bad, Rich. Uh, no, well, I can't remember any sort of um, 
major talking point in terms of the referee for either side. Um, I know they were they claimed for a penalty in the I think it was second half. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Yes. They they claim for a penalty, but other than that, I don't think he had many um, sort of big decisions to to make, which is you could probably say unusual for a for a derby. But yeah, I don't think there was any um, sort of major decision for him to get right or wrong. Yeah, I thought the same. I don't think I think he let it flow quite a lot. To be fair, but I don't I don't think it was a penalty. It's not like you know I know a lot of them are screaming for it, but it weren't. It weren't like as obvious as what the Wimbledon was for us. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen. Well, I've only seen it back a couple of times, and obviously, it's not always the. Uh, it's not always the best angle, but the the cert- he certainly. Um, there's certainly less contact between them two compared to the the Davis Killer Dunn one at Wimbledon. So, you know, yeah. if, if Davis Killer Dunn wasn't a penalty, then then that's certainly not. Yeah, and I I think the other thing is, when I was watching it, he weren't in control of the ball. And if you watch it, he's looking at where the defender is, not where the ball is. So I think in his head, he's made his mind up to go down for a penalty before he'd even got the ball to him. So, yeah. yeah it's, I think uh, they'd probably reached that stage where they were they sort of knew it was going to take something like that to... To like get back into the game, so he's probably already planned. Well, not planned in his head, but you know what I mean. Sort of thought, if I go down here, I might get a penalty. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so too, mate. I just think it were more like a desperation tactic than anything else, um, and it didn't really pay off for him. But I w- like I say, I said at the start, I weren't overly impressed with County. I was expecting so much from him. Um, and I was telling Edward about the goals he scored from short corners, and they even seem to have abandoned that. I think they did one short corner throughout the duration of the game, and then they went crossing them into the box where we just mopped it up like all the time. So I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think they were that great. And you know, maybe, maybe this is where the wheels fall off for them. Um, just, yeah, um, just, just because I'm. Because I'm sad. Just going back to uh, Mr. Mr. Will Finney. Yeah, I can confirm he is part of an officiating team in the championship this weekend. Are you joking? Yeah, he's, he's the fourth official for Sunderland against Plymouth. I mean, what what the fuck? Two massive mistakes and two promotions. I'm back on it. Unbelievable. The bloke can't be an official for one game, and you're giving him fourth official. I won't trust him with an abacus. We've we've got uh, Sonny Gill. Sonny Gill. Yeah. Be the one that refereed in Premier League earlier on this season. Uh, here we go. Sonny Gill. I mean, it'd help if I could type. Yeah, I'm just freezing. Sonny Gill referee. He's on Twitter. There you Don't go, let, let's, let, let's hope he has a good game. Let's bombard him with messages before we even kick off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd not said that now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's the first one. So he was the referee. Leave that bit out put it on <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's too late now. It's all recorded. Um, so he was a referee for the 1-1 draw at Sheffield Wednesday. 
Um, I'm just scrolling down. He hasn't given many. Oh, so he was the referee for MK Don's Wimbledon game where Wimbledon had two players sent off. Oh, yeah. So, but literally, he's not. He's got 31 games, 121 yellows, and five reds. Um, but I'm just looking, is he? League one, league one, championship, football league. I think that's, yeah, so that is the only game he's took of ours this season. But I didn't go to Sheffield Wednesday away. So what, what was it? I bet you can't remember, can you? I'm all I'm trying to remember. Kind of game from Saturday. Never mind uh, Sheffield Wednesday from four or five months ago. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, just having a look now. Look, so yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's on uh, he's on Twitter, so that's that's an interesting one. I mean, it's it's a brave decision for a referee to put yourself on Twitter nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, I can't see. I can't imagine as many put themselves out there like that. No, no. I mean, fair play to him. I mean, can you imagine if Will Finney were on Twitter? Oh God, it's not worth thinking about. <laughs> after the after these past two weekends, he'd have been trending. People would have been like <laughs> clicking it, going, "Why? Why is it huge trending?" Um. But yeah, it's um, it's a strange one. So um, yeah, I think I think we've literally covered everything. It's not probably nice and short tonight, probably because we beat County and everyone's still riding that wave of happiness. Um, when things are quiet, so, it's only because everything's going well. Yeah, uh, which it which is bad for the Twitter space, but good for everything involving Mansfield. We picked up um, points. We didn't pick up any more injuries, so. Full, no, we've, that's... Had full, we've had a full week to prepare for Forest Green, so everything's uh, everything's going smoothly at the minute. Touch wood. Yeah. yeah, I do wonder who won at cricket though. We'll have to find that out. He no, in that, play no, cricket, in he probably put Flinty into bolt first over and pulled his shoulder or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know I mean it'd be interesting to hear who won. Um, so moving rapidly on, who who is your uh, one to watch this weekend? Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Nichols this week because Ooh. I think we'll see more of him. Um, so it'll be good to see him for a longer period than than ten minutes. See what see what he's all about, and hopefully he can get his first goal. Be nice to sort of win two or three nil, and Swan and Nichols to get a goal apiece or something, just to boost the confidence of the strikers heading into the final uh, final running. Yeah, definitely. I'd. I'd like to see them get a goal each, and uh, I'd, I'd quite not. I'd quite like a nice, decent win, like three or four, no injuries. I don't think it will be. I think it'd be tough for us, um, depending on you know what the what, what the ground's like with the rain and stuff like that. Um, Edward, who gets your because he's good award this week? Davis Keeler done. What an absolute guess! I knew as soon as that goal went in, I just thought. I know he's getting it this week. So, yeah, um, that's it. I don't think we've not got no else to talk about, have we, really? Well, we can we can have a quick shout out for uh, Hiram's uh, star cameo appearance on Saturday. Made a great run down left, put a great ball across box, and nobody was there to tap it in. And then, just as Notts uh, County were about to counter, absolutely clattered their player and took a yellow card for the team. What a guy. See, so, there you go. So, 
I mean, it must have been good for you to see after after Thursday when we thought Boatang were on his way out of Mansfield and it no. turned out to be good old John Joe, but once Iran was warming up and coming in, I knew game one at that point. <laughs> not as kind of may as well have fucked off after 70 minutes. <laughs> do you, um, serious question, do you think he'll start yeah. any games for the rest of the season? Uh, no. Unless, no. <laughs> unless there's um, a, a bad uh, injury crisis, which fingers crossed there isn't. Um, no, I think... Uh, I think that that that's probably the hardest area of um, of, of, the, of the eleven as well to to pick because that's where we're probably you know of the defence midfield and attack midfield is probably where we've got the most depth in terms of um, in terms of quality of player. So yeah, once everyone's fit, I don't know if anyone will be able to say what what the starting four is in midfield other than probably DKD at number ten. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know, you know. I think you might get to see him a bit more than what you think. Um, I think, like, I think at Forest Green on Saturday, I think you might get a run out, you know. I think if we go 2 0 up nice and early, I think you might get, get to see him out. I think you'll pro- he'll probably get a run out against Arrogate as well. Yeah, I think, I th- I um, think especially this weekend, I think it would, you know, if you could, uh, if Carlsberg did uh, Saturday, so to speak, would be 2 or 3 0 up after. Or at half time or something, and then in second half we can sort of look at resting players that you know are going to be crucial for us, like say DKD and Flintley or Aikens or whatever, and and use the squad because, like I say, between now and end of the season, it's going to be a lot of games in a short space of time. So we need to keep everyone as fresh as possible, really. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's the thing. It's um, it is about keeping everyone fresh and just keeping on going. So. Yeah, well, I think that's it from us tonight, Rich. Nice, nice and easy for you, and um, yeah, you can. That's it. No, so, no dangerous uh, questions tonight. We've avoided that one. No, no, we've no, avoided it. I mean, th- thank God, thank God, we've won. This would have probably gone on like two hours if we'd have lost. So, yeah, um, let's let's roll it on Saturday. Let's get on a bus and travel for three hours to a place in the arse end of nowhere, and hopefully come back with three points. So. Thanks for joining us, Rich. And thanks for listening, everyone. This has been a nice, short, happy amber and blue when everything's going well in Mansfield. It's good for stags. Not so good for a Twitter space. See you later, Rich. See you later. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.